Thank you to Purvis Productions for producing this podcast. Follow on Instagram at Purvis underscore productions. Looking to see what we're up to in between episodes? Make sure to follow us on Instagram at NoBS with Joy and Brittany. And you can also follow our personal pages. Mine, Brittany's, is at Coaching Crowns LLC. And mine is Joy M. Weiss. This is No BS with Joy and Brittany. And we're here to feed you the truth and nothing but the truth. Well, hello, friends. Welcome back. Grab your coffee. Sit down with us. Make sure your coffee's from Scooters, right? It better be. It better be. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. And don't forget to check out the Franken-Scoot energy drink that they will have through the 31st, okay? And the sugar cookies too, okay? Yummy. All kinds of good stuff over there. But really, whatever. Grab your drink. Sit down with us. Let's chat. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So last week we talked a little bit about like doing things for the first time, trying new stuff. We talked about hot yoga. So hopefully some of you have had a chance to head over there and take a class. Don't forget to tag us. Let us know what you think. Um, But this week we want to talk about like big, scary stuff Mm. (laughs) And, and trying things for the first time like on any level and like performing at a high level and like what that feels like and all the scary things that come with new. Okay, so we're no stranger to like trying new things, no stranger to failing at new things. Word. I'm really good at failing. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and no stranger to being scared either, right? Yeah. And that comes with, with new stuff. So um, this week, my husband Nick and I are actually headed overseas to the World Championships in the sport of cane across. So it is going to be the two of us and two dogs. Oh. Okay, so... Traveling with two people, we usually take three suitcases because we have a lot of stuff. And in all fairness, one of them is the dog stuff, right? So it's like really just two suitcases. Okay. And the two dogs are basically, they weigh as much as you and Nick. So. Yeah, they're big dogs. So they got big <laughs> crates. So, you know, we fly out of Chicago because we want direct flights overseas. And um, that means you got to park at the Chicago airport. So like Nick drops me off with all the stuff, like all the suitcases, the two dogs and their crates and their crates don't really fit on the big carts either. So they're like wobbling and it's like, please stay still because of my suitcase is like (laughs) on top of you and you're going to dump yourself over. And just generally speaking, the entire experience of traveling with the animal is kind of stressful because you want them to be safe and you don't want them to be scared. Um, You know, and here you are going overseas, usually to a country where you're like, I don't speak the language you know yeah and you're like trying to communicate and you are (laughs) you got your animals and you're trying to make sure they have everything that they need and so I remember the first time that we traveled and like how intimidating and and scary it was because it was our first time competing on the world stage too our first time overseas with the dogs, taking them, doing all of this. So, you know, it's like lodging food. And let me just tell you, food, when you're going overseas to race and you're like, these are things I'm not used to eating, right? You got to be careful what you eat. Yeah, you do, dog. (laughs) You know, and the same thing with your dogs. They're not used to the water. Um, You know, the food is, the food is fine because you got you're bringing your own food from home. But um, generally speaking, it's just a big, scary experience. And so, this is not our first time overseas, right? Like we're, we're getting, we're getting better at this. We're like refining our processes in like which dog goes on what 
you know, cart with what sure. suitcase on top. So they don't tip over, you know, oh. like how much time do you need at the airport? The crates yeah. have to be zip tied shut. Like, you know, when they pulled them out and like scan the dogs for bomb residue, like all these things that you don't know your first time. And it, it makes you anxious. And you're like, this is my pet. You know, this is my friend. This is my family member. Like, you know, you're just, you're worried. You're worried the whole time. And, um, and so this time, you know, as I was thinking about us getting ready to travel and getting ready to compete, um, you know, competition at, at a level like this too, it's, it can be scary the first time that you step up to the line or, you know, when you did your pro show, when you step on the stage with people that, that intimidate you, yeah, whether you want to admit it or not, you're like, these are people who have been doing this longer than me. They know more than me. This mm-hmm. is my first time at something like this. And I remember standing at the start line with the dog that I took to the first world championships. His name is Pruto, named after Pruto Bay, Alaska. And I feel like I need to clarify that. <laughs> and here's why. So when I told my mom what Prudho's name was, she looks me dead in the eye. And she was like, Prudho? And I was like... <laughs> Yes, mom. And my dad's in the corner, like rolling his eyes, like Prudho Bay, Christine, Prudho Bay. And she was like, Prudho. <laughs> I'm just going to use that from now on. I know. On. She proceeds to let me know that you don't make any money as a Prudho. And I was like, thank you, mother. So his name is Prudho. And so occasionally He's I'm just going to text us later and be like, do you want me to keep that in? <laughs> It's fine. Everyone knows us now. It's it's okay. So okay. Prudho, Prudho Bay. Okay, he's a husky. That's why a he husky has or a husky. <laughs> husky 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 Siberian husky Siberian husky Prudho Prudho husky. I mean. <laughs> Listen, if okay. he's listening to this, he's going to be like, y'all hurt my little dog <laughs> okay. feelings. Okay, so, continue on. So Prudho looks up at me and it's like you he could feel the energy too. Oh, it was yeah. like, this is big for him too. You know, mm-hmm. first time he'd ever been on a plane. He's anxious, you know, he's a rescue dog. So he had been through some pretty clear abuse, you know. And so it was like all these things. It was like they, you could tell even in him, it was like all coming to the surface. And here he is, he's like hovering up like to me and he's looking Mm. at me. And it was, it was one of those things where I realized in that moment, like all of his insecurities were there, but so were mine. Yeah. And that's what happens when we do big, scary things. All of these insecurities like start coming up. Am I good enough? Do I belong here? Am I like, you know, it was like the whole process of getting there was scary in itself, right? We put the work in, we did what we could, what we knew, But then standing there on that starting line with him, like I could feel it. He was like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm relying on you, you know, and he knew what to do. He knows his commands. He knew what to do, but it was scary. And I remember standing there thinking like, I don't know if I belong here either. The imposter syndrome when you do something for the first time that's scary is so overwhelming. Yes. I think for anyone, but then... Okay, I'll just, which if you know Joy and I, you already know this. We're pretty confident people. Yes. Especially when it comes to what we know we do well. So when we're in a space where we're normally confident and then all of a sudden we have this feeling of I'm not good enough, it's very overwhelming. It is. It is. And I think that's exactly, you know, standing on that start line, that's how I felt. I was like, I I don't know. 
I've put the work in, but, but am I good enough? Do I belong? Mm -hmm. And it's like, then everything comes up and to even like to experience that with him, it's like, then, you know, it's real, right? Like that energy that you feel that's real. Cause like, I could feel it. I could feel it with him as well. He's like, I don't, I don't know. This is new. This is big. This is scary. And so, you know, you think about it on that level, on a big, big level, but think about it too. The first time that you walked into a new class. Yeah. Your first day at a new job. Like the firsts are scary things. So it's like, how do we believe in ourselves that we do belong? How do we believe in, in ourselves enough that when we walk into our first cycle bar class or first hot yoga class or first day at a new job that we don't feel so terrified and inferior, but we feel like oh, I, I do belong here. And that is really hard, especially if you're going to like uncharted territory yes you know um and I would say for me my like anxiety towards a new thing is so much worse until the actual moment so like I torture myself until I'm like there Mm -hmm. um so I would say first step is stop like the stop with the pre-torture so something that I did that I highly regret Hey everyone, it is October, which as you know is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Our sponsors at Scooter's Coffee are actually just launching their Breast Cancer Awareness Sugar Cookies. They're going to be donating 20% of all their Scooter's Coffee Sugar Cookie sales to the Pink Agenda. And this is going to be running all month long, all the way through the 31st, so make sure to get one. All right, so we have something kind of exciting for you all as well. So, you know, Brittany and I both teach at Cycle Bar here in Springfield. And if you haven't had the chance to try it out yet, we have a code for you, okay? So this is going to get you 50% off either a 5-pack, 10-pack, or 20-pack, okay? So this is a pretty good deal. The code for you is NOBS. So N-O-B-S, all capital letters, all right? So you can go to just Google Cycle Bar Springfield East, pull up the webpage, you will click on the ride pack that you want, enter that code, and you will get that discount. This is for new riders only, so if you haven't tried this yet, it is your chance, okay? Try new stuff, and if you have any questions about the promo or how it works, whatever, shoot us a message, we're happy to help. But we hope to see you on the bike soon is I went and I found all the people that I was competing against mm. on social media sure. and I followed them and I watched them. And so, you know, I'd be on the feed and I'd be like, oh man, she's shredded, you know, like. So you get in your head. Oh, I got in my head so bad. Mm-hmm. And you know, like when you're anxious or anything, you're in such a weird headspace, anyways. None of your thoughts, I mean, they're valid, but most of them are not accurate. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I would say stop torturing yourself before you even get there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people do that with everything, even like a cycle bar class. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. people people will say, there's no way I could do that. Everyone in there is going to be blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're torturing yourself on an experience you don't know anything about. Before you've even seen it. Right. Yes. See, and that's interesting because for me, I think it's the other way around. I could tell. That's uh-huh. why I thought that was funny. The other way around. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it might not be fine. Like, oopsie. Now what do I do? But 
when it's that way, you got literally like two seconds of it might not be fine before it, it just has to be fine. Yeah, there was no choice. Like we were at that line. They were counting us down, calling my last name with his name. And that meant it was go time. So I had about 15 seconds to get your life together. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, it's been fine until now. And it's going to have to be <laughs> fine after this. So you better just go and figure it out. That's so strange. <laughs> because I'm thinking about my races, you know, mm -hmm. like the first time I did a full or whatever. And like, I'm so nervous leading up, but it's like, as soon as I'm at that star line and I got my music in my ears, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, baby, mm -hmm. we about to do it. Yeah. So yeah. it's so interesting how people have that feeling at different spots and doing something For new. sure. For sure. And that is something to keep in mind too. If you are in a space and new people are always coming in, like, you know, we have new writers yeah. at Psycho Bar and stuff that every single person is going to feel and react differently to doing something new. Mm -hmm. And none of it's wrong. You know, I had a writer the other day who, you know, before the class was not nervous, um, seemed fine. We went over the bike, set up everything. And then after class, this individual said, I'm more nervous now than oh. I was when I came in because now I know what it's supposed to be. Oh. Not that the class was bad, not that I didn't understand, but now I actually know what it is and I know where I fall per se, mm. right? And this person did wonderfully, like there was no issue, but I feel like that is kind of me. Sure. It's like I walk in there and it's like, meh, it's fine. And then I'm doing the thing and I'm like, huh, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> and I think that's how this person felt. They're like, uh. now that I understand, I'm actually more nervous. And they came back and of course, Aww. you know, and it was fine. It was fine, you know, but it's, everyone handles first times at things differently yeah and none of them are wrong just like you have the writer that'll come in and I'm like wow they are terrified mm -hmm. but then once the music plays yes. and they're like loosened up at the end they're like okay yeah like, okay yeah so I we're hoping that you understand it doesn't matter what level you're yeah. at doing first times is so terrifying it's terrifying and it's it's amazing yeah you know like it's it's beautiful at the same time but like whether you're doing something huge whether you're doing something small whether you're trying something you know I, it doesn't matter what it is it can be scary um I talk about Edie a lot because she's just well, I don't even know but today at the park she's a very reserved in She's an extrovert, but she's reserved and um, in her decision making. Mm -hmm. She's not, she's like me. She don't want to take the risks, okay? Okay. Especially physically. She's a little scared. Uh, but we were at the park and she's like crossing this thing and I'm like, are you okay? And she goes, I'm a tad nervous. And I said, that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be scared. That just means you're doing something brave. Yes. And I think that is where you know, we've been taught that our whole lives, but we forget that at some point when mm -hmm. we're adults, it's okay that it's scary. That means you're doing something brave. Yes. And I think it's important to remember too, that like, you know, so you might like, let's say you listen to this and you're like, well, I'm not doing something gigantic. I'm not flying overseas. I'm not mm -hmm. like stepping on the pro stage for the first time. I'm not competing at a world champion, like whatever it is. So why should I be scared about my thing? Well, I think that what we remember there, it's that things are like, put it in perspective, right? Like your big thing, 
might not be big to someone else. Sure, right. You know, whatever it is, our big things are all different to us. And so if it's important to you and it matters to you and it's big to you, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's where we're at. That's what's important. And we understand that like scary comes in all shapes and sizes, you know, and, and big and different and new. It's different to everybody. I think because obviously through childhood and youth, you're used to doing, you know, things are always changing, evolving, you're always doing new things, you're going to new school, all this stuff, new job. And then it's like you hit this midlife area where things aren't so new and scary anymore. And you, you have the option to never do anything scary again. Correct. You don't have to do new anymore. No. Like Edie, I'm like, you don't really have much autonomy right now. Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're going to go to school, you're going to do all this stuff. But now I've come to the point in my life where I'm like, if it were up to me, I'd necessarily wouldn't have to do anything different or new ever again. Yeah. I could stay in the same spot, Mm -hmm. same place, same job, same whatever. And you look at even the little things. You don't have to try new foods when you're a child. Like you're trying new foods all the time. But as an adult, you're like, I don't have to buy new food. I don't have to go to a new restaurant. I don't have to change jobs. I can drive the same make and model of car that I, you know, I I don't have to do those things. So you reach this point in your life where you're having to, so this is even a bigger deal because you don't have to have first times anymore. Mm-hmm. But you're choosing to do yeah. first times. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes life forces you to, right? Like <laughs> right. sometimes you're going to lose your job. You know, yeah. lose a job. You're going to have to find a new one. Like there's death. There's all these things. Life forces you to to have to have firsts. And But when you step up and you choose it. That's bravery. Yes. Yeah. And it seems small, but I, um, I'm sure we'll do a review for them at some point. So I won't name their names yet. But I popped into a class. And it was a different style of class because I'm like, I don't do exercises like this. Like, You're like this hard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but, and I've always avoided box jumps because I just see my little, bo- my five foot body just like. Yeah, me too. Like hitting my, shins my shin. Right yes. into the box and doesn't feel good. Yeah. So I always avoid them. But so I started doing step ups when I was supposed to do box jumps. Mm-hmm. And the coach is like, um. I know that you can jump on that box. And I'm like, you're like, I cannot. I'm like, first of all, I'm five feet tall. I'm a garden gnome. So you can buzz off. But, (laughs) (laughs) but I did it. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I was like, I don't want to do this. And it's really scary, but I'm just going to freaking, I'm just going to freaking jump. Well, and she believed in you, you know? Yeah. And had she left you alone and not pushed you and encouraged you a little bit, you might not have done it. No. And I left that place and I'm like, I can't believe I just did 60 box jumps. Right. Right. What? Mm-hmm. And that, in somebody else's eyes, they're like, wow, yay, you did a box jump. But, I'm like, but for me in that Correct. moment, I'm Correct. like, this is something I've avoided. Yeah. And, and it it's was been scary to me. Yeah. But you did it. And I, I think that's what we got to remember, too, when we're watching others, right? Like, we talked about cheering for other people. Like, yes. That's a big thing for you. Someone else who maybe it's not that big of a deal, like, still should be cheering cheering you on in that regard you know like it just yeah big new scary it's different for all of us yeah so when somebody in your life shares something that they did that you can tell their face lights up and they thought it was a really big deal please celebrate them and don't shrink what they just did by saying oh Uh you just did a blah 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 I did that six months ago good for you right Mm -hmm. like I'm like no it's like when a writer comes up to me and they're like 
I hit 90 out of the saddle. Yeah, I'm like, you did. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Well, and I think too, don't remove yourself so far from like remembering what it feels like. Cause I remember learning how to hit 90 out of the saddle. Dude, and it's hard. And it's hard, you know, and, and how much work it took or 130 in the saddle yes. or whatever it is. And so when someone comes up and they want to celebrate that with you, celebrate. Yes, just because you run 50 milers doesn't mean it's not a big deal that your friend just ran her first 5K. Correct. Yeah. Because yeah. it was a scary first time for her. Yeah. So do the hard things. Do the first time things, you know, and and you're going to step up to that line. You're going to step on the stage. You're going to step wherever and you're going to you're going to feel it. And you're going to be like, I'm nervous. This is scary. This is big. But you're there. So just do it. Just do the thing. You're capable. Yeah. So I would say don't psych yourself out or do because <laughs> you're just going to because <laughs> sometimes you just you're going to do it. But really, just show up. Mm -hmm. Keep choosing to do scary things. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Sometimes you're going to show up and you are going to fail. I mean, it's going to be bad. You are going to fail. And, that, yeah, and that's yeah. just, that's all there is to it. Like, I'm not going to tell you, oh, that's you're going to okay. show up and it's going to be perfect. But you showed up and I don't know, we learn more from the times we mess up than from the times that they're perfect. So. Yeah, I'm sure I'll hit my shin next yeah. week on a box mm -hmm. jump. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just kneecap myself. Just right there, little garden gnome. <laughs> I'll be like, well, now I'm three feet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, do it. Do the hard stuff. Show up. Oh. Fail at it. Try again. Fail at it. Try again. Yeah. It's all right. It's great. Yeah. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us. And we will see you next week for some scary fitness truths oh, yeah, brought almost. by you guys. Yes. Almost Halloween. Yeah, spooky. Mm -hmm. Okay. See you okay. next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.